That's one beer for you, two for me, three or four more. High five, I gotta pee. Ew. That's six, seven, eight, mate, fine, cheers. Then let's sleep. We're nine beers deep. Nine beers deep. Did you get a haircut? I did. That was good. Thank you. Show. Growing it out, baby. Hot damn. Competition whose hair can get longer first. Uh, I think that I might win right now. It's getting so swoopy. Yeah. I don't know. My hair grows pretty like, fast, you little bitch. Look at all these curls. <laughs> look at all these curls. They're so cute. Little Superman swoop. Yeah. Oh. And I got the uh, the rat tail coming in. Hey. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I was already telling Seth. Oh, just kidding. Nine beers deep. What? I'm Cody Shelton here oh. with. Uh, with Seth Harmon, and today we get a Sarah. Piece of shit. Oh yeah, Sarah's hungover today. Sarah Hi, Walter. Dad. Hello. Yay, Hi. The cinephile. That's oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Telling Seth, I hope my brain works enough today because um, it's like an empty void up there. So hopefully, I can find words and be able to discuss the film. Uh, the film she is speaking of is the 1970s film Straw Dogs, which is one of a Sarah suggestion. The more disturbing films I've watched in a while. It is a disturbing film. Uh, Sarah and I watched a little bit before we get into it. Like uh, Sarah and I watched a little bit of a, an interview from the lady who played uh, Amy in the film. Oh, sorry, sorry. Before you get into this, yeah, just, well, I'm not going to um, get into it yet. I'm not going to get into oh. it. I was just saying, like, we we okay. Uh, shut up. All the same. Shut up. So Whoa. Uh, before we get going, <laughs> the audio might be a little bit different today because old incompetent pants got a cool new microphone, <laughs> but no headphones to listen to me talk back on. But right. he and Sarah sounded wonderful on it. Thank you. Cool. Cool. Um, My Midwest accent is coming through well now. It sounds great. I'm really bummed about my uh, my mic. I was yeah, really so this is his I fifth microphone. I was so excited about he it. He actually got one that you can hear him through. Yeah. Um, but the fool did not get a set of headphones. No, I have the headphones. I just don't have a splitter so that Sarah and I can both be on the headphones at the same time. You have like the Apple headphones? And it doesn't have it. So once again, product. the fool did not have adequate equipment. <laughs> right. No. For our special, no. special guest. He was very excited today, too. And uh, we were headed back to his house. He's like, I'm going to surprise Cody with the new mic. And I was. <laughs> and the surprise is it doesn't work. Surprise. <laughs> the sound quality was great. That's failed again. You just couldn't hear me. Anyway, before we get even get into like movie stuff. Should we do like some basic nine beers deep shit? Maybe chug a beer, do yeah. some news, do some gay shit, and then dive I didn't prep any film? news because I just wanted to talk about this film. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I want to get straight to the news. I definitely day. wanted to talk about the video that your brother sent you, though. Oh, my Wait, I was God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to show Sarah <laughs> really quickly. Before we go on, we're going to just listen to it because it's, <laughs> it's awful. Oh, my God. Everyone. Hey, wait, wait, just warning. If you're playing the audio of this, if you're sensitive to gaping, um, 
ready yourself. <laughs> Maybe skip ahead 10 seconds. Maybe this whole episode, if you're sensitive. Yeah, honestly, if you're worth- sensitive to gay pain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus Get Christ. This whole fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, God. The, it's awful. A lighthearted episode, I feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're switching. We're going to not talk about dicks, and we're going to talk about <laughs> horrific things. <laughs> Gaping. So I'm going to play this video real quick. I'm just going to... Oh, God. Like, Oh god. What the fuck? <laughs> oh. I like that your brother sent you that. It was like, oh. hey, I think you can use this for your podcast. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my brother. Um sending us some sick content. He, he, he opened it up by sending me a text message and was like, hey, do you want to see something really fucked up? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and he was like, I just feel like you'd be good talking points for the podcast. <laughs> well, and I was like, okay. So what do you think the and talking we, points are? My brother and I, we went down this uh, this wormhole, if you would, um, <laughs> around Christmas time of the pain Olympics. And for you that don't know yeah. and are squeamish, never, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. Google the pain Olympics. Like a nail going through a ditch. Like... Chiseling, a person chiseled their fingers off, the tips of their fingers. A guy literally cuts the bottom of his dick completely open and flays it out so you can see the insides. I mean, some of the most disturbing shit. Oh. And uh, what my brother sent me is a gentleman that... You win no more dick. If you... <laughs> If you were a part of the Pain Olympics and you flay your dick, your prize is you don't have a dick anymore. So yeah. what's the point of that, though? There was a gentleman offering a prize of a million dollars to who could post the most painful. There's another guy that literally shoots himself in the face. <laughs> shoots himself in the face. Bam, through his face. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He didn't win. <laughs> the guy that actually won died. Wow. Because, uh, he completely castrated himself. Oh, wow. And uh, if I remember correctly, he bled to death. But I watched the video. He cuts it all off. At home castration, we don't recommend no. And so the, the, this video that really we record is not that. It is just a guy standing naked, slamming Jesus. a piece. I don't even know what it was. It looked like maybe a workbench, like a workout bench. And he was just Man. slamming this bench on his balls over and over. And he so that like well, slamming sound was his balls. Also, I don't know if you saw, but I'm pretty sure every time he's pumping that thing, this thing is ramming up his ass and you can see it moving through his stomach. Watch the video. It's so long. It <laughs> you can see it almost up to his like his lung. Oh, was there, I didn't even see that there was like a dildo or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So when he's whap, 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 that is like ramming uh, something up. Watch his stomach. Just watch his stomach. Can you it is. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't notice that. I thought yeah. he was ramming his balls. I didn't know he was rubbing. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's almost as bad as Mr. Hands. God damn it! <laughs> oh, that I, is disturbing. That's see, that's way more disturbing than I thought it was. See, innocent said it was slamming his balls over and balls over again. Out. No, sure. he is ramming. So, yes, now I understand what you're saying about gaping. Yeah, 
<laughs> everything inside of him, ripping yeah. his insides apart. That was slamming Dude. through his stomach. That's nuts. through his stomach. I'm serious. It's almost to his sternum. Is it not? Right. It it's like, it's like, oh, yeah. By like the yeah, his sternum, like right where it, like the top of his abs. It was just like how does that even is that even humanly possible? I don't think it is. I don't think that's not supposed to be happening. God. And it looked like it was a nice size. Like it looked like a nice like softball size. Dick size for sure. (laughs) That is for sure a whole arm's length of something going up there. Oh, Oh, that's a waste of that guy's time. That's what he puts up his dick. That guy. Point that right at you the whole time, Cody. Jesus. um also a question that can be brought up with this gentleman and hey sorry sensitive content everybody and it only is going to get darker so yeah uh this is going up his ass yeah yeah that's where it starts and it's making it all the way up to about his sternum is there not going to be some kind of infection issue even like within his stomach and stuff i mean we're okay so we are talking about um like mr hands who like like there are camps or whatever, like this guy who went to for Mr. Hands that you train for this. So it, so, okay. So it's widening your, your everything so that whatever can go all the way up. Right. And that's like, that's also like a big fetish as well of like putting your arm or arms to someone and like all the way, like to like shoulder, I've seen shoulder, Jesus. Can you imagine I'm being a, a teacher at this camp? <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine the smell of this camp? Yeah, just gonna say that too. This guy oh, literally an smells ass like of the fun booty. there. There's no way he doesn't. There's no way what? He doesn't smell like open booty at all times. I mean, talking about needing a butt plug. Dude, <laughs> times. this guy shits out three feet of intestine on a daily. Oh. Oh. Back in. oh, see, that video just got oh. way more disturbing than I thought it was. <laughs> really upset. I'm very disturbed. That's why I was like, this is so disturbing. I wondered why you brought up the ball smacking. I was like, that's what you walked away from with that? Yeah, because that I, wasn't, was pay, I wasn't paying attention to the thing that was the alien-like thing that was coming out of his fucking stomach. Like, that looked like something from a fucking sci-fi movie. Also, Roman, get off the internet. Okay? Get off. Roman, you keep exploring. Oh, God. <laughs> that was disturbing fucking shit, horrible. man. I, horrible. Like I hated it. If I didn't have to see that, if I didn't feel like I was going to puke all day anyway from a hangover, that yeah, how pushed me there. Yeah, <laughs> I think how this gentleman's going to end up killing himself is he will hit his own heart. <laughs> He's going to explode his own heart. It's hot. It's, it's it's high enough. There. It's like right there. It's just yeah, going to take a weird turn, little swerve, a little too much bend yeah. in that old bad boy, and it's going well, right into the old heart. What if that happens? He'll die. But also, like, it's it's slamming through all of these organs. Yeah, I, I feel like this gentleman is dead. I feel like he has to be dead, yeah? I don't know. That Dude, was, if he trained correctly freak. at the camp, he's fine. Because that's not a horse. I'm sick of this camp, okay? We need <laughs> I'm sick of this camp. Mom sent uh, me here for the summer camp. Okay, don't talk bad about Ed's camp, okay? The game? Ed's camp. 
Dean. Dean, you fucking Dean. fool. Clean your oh, fucking ears yeah, up. Thank you, Sarah. Jesus. Fans over here. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm so glad Sarah's here. Now Sarah <laughs> and Cody can talk about shit that Seth doesn't know. How do you not know I can talk him? all day about it. I don't know He's that from, name. Yes, you do. He's from, like, Wisconsin. He's the one who killed his mom. It's what, like, Buffalo Bill is pretty much yeah. based off of. He, like, had oh, human, oh, like... Is partially oh, based off oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, totally butchered. If you want to see some the grotesque pictures, it's bad. He, like, killed a woman from, like, a store and, like, gutted her, like, Hung a her deer on, and had her just... Like, like, skinning hooks. Yeah. So she, like, through her Achilles, she's hanging upside down. And then from Gina to basically sternum, like, has her split open. She's decapitated, hanging upside down in this, uh, in this shed. When they went into his house, literally his bowls were the tops of skulls. Like, he had posts oh, right, human right. skulls. He had a belt made out of human nipples. Oh, this shape. is the guy that everybody in the town thought was, like, a good guy. He was like, like a quiet he like a... guy. He was a <clears throat> he right. was babysit he was weird. people. Right. Babysit for people. Yes. Um, his parents were super religious, yeah. and he only murdered, what, one or two people? Yeah. But, like, he would go and Grave broad digging. graves, which is what he got. He's just... And he, uh, he, um, but the murders he did commit were, like, yeah, I just hate, I hate it. Well, there's I only one or two it. that they know of. And I know that they suspected maybe he killed drifters, like women that were yeah. traveling from one town to the other, maybe like, you know, uh, strippers or uh, prostitutes. Yeah. And then he had a full woman suit, like tits and everything. And then like a woman face that he would put on and like a, like a, I don't know if it was a real scalp or like a wig and he would walk around in it. So he, it like, you know, like those uh, mannequins they use for costuming that you drape the costume on when you're building it. That's like yeah, there's yeah. pictures of the human body suit that's like draped over this mannequin. But it's like a real person that he just uh, made into a, a little party suit. Yeah, real oh, scary. scary. What a scary. great start to Nine Beers <laughs> Deep, everyone. Yeah, Nine Beers Deep. Hell yeah. Talking my favorite Maybe content. we should uh, chug a beer. Let's chug a beer, you fucking bussy. Get out of <laughs> this mindset. This was terrible. This is it's a- only getting darker. We're it's just cool. this is the palate cleanser before we get into the right. real shit. That yeah. is Straw Dogs. Jesus. Yeah. I want to watch the remake. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, I'm interested to see how good it is. With uh, yeah, that's just more James Marsden, Skarsgård is in it. Yeah. Kate, really uh, shoot, what's her last name? Kate, who, uh, hangover brain. Usually I can be an encyclopedia. Kate Bosworth. Thank you. There we go. Kate Bush, Kate Bosworth. What's the difference? Uh, one's a oh, yeah. I think you're thinking of Sophia Bush. I think you're confusing the two. I waited on uh, Sophia Bush more times than I can count. Grange. Yeah. Really? Is she nice? She's very nice. She really liked our iced tea and our turkey burgers. Oh, um, is she tiny? I feel like she'd be tiny. tiny. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it was her. And then uh, the rest of the cast from, what is that, Chicago Fire? Yeah. Kept yeah. coming in and I was like, oh, you guys are all outrageously attractive yeah. and nice and spend a ton of money. Yeah. Oh, that's what the film crew was. See, and I, I uh, went for, I waited on the blonde guy multiple times. Had. All the, yeah, Woo! he's super freaking sexy. He's from Chicago Fire as well. But I never knew it was him because I never watched Chicago Fire. Same. And so Same. I just always waited on this dude. He'd always come up. He'd always grab like a couple of beers and like a burger. And he was super chill. He'd just like sit there really quiet at the <clears> end of the bar. And he wouldn't like, he was like no fuss, always tipped well. And I don't remember which guy it was, but he was one of the leads in Chicago <laughs> Fire. 
if I would have known, I would have, you know, like tried to put on a move or something, but you know, (laughs) could have had a nice little setup, huh? Oh man, that would have been nice. Money. All right, let's chug this beer. Right. Cheers, dude. Cheers. 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 Yay. How do you guys do that? Sarah. You just got to gape out your throat, Sarah. Yeah, gape it out like that asshole. Just like. There you go. If you can swallow a dick, you can swallow a beer. I'm a princess and we all know this. I don't like doing it. Uh, oh the legs are oh. open but i the mouth it stays closed <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey i'm single man. if anybody's interested anybody's interested oh, lots to get fucked but not in the mouth <laughs> refuse. Refuse. i don't refuse but you know i don't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, if it's a Tuesday, whatever. <laughs> I've got three remaining brain cells today, so that's cool. What is your coolest celebrity uh, interaction? Um, in, in the server, <laughs> I waited on um, Jensen Ackles and uh, what is his name? The other co-star of Supernatural, the two leads. Mm. Oh, cool. They came into our restaurant a lot, and they were both so nice. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, big. One of the attractive. Both of them. Yeah, True. Both like even more attractive in person. It didn't make sense. No. I was like, what? And they always tipped really well, super friendly, super laid back, didn't give a shit, you know, like yeah. Damn. I love that. Very appreciative I, of everything. It always makes me happy when like people like that, because like Supernatural ran for like what 17 seasons or something. Dude, yeah, like 15 like, or 16, people maybe. People who are like rocking it, and then you find out that they're actually kind people who are like generous and like really thoughtful and maybe they like worked in service industry who knows but like they have that kind of well not jared padalaki he's been famous since he he was on gilmore girls he was like the main main love interest yes his his name was dean on gilmore girls but i'm hey i'm happy that he's still a kind person oh yeah Yeah. i mean like so friendly very 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 kind person i waited on kate winslet one time well, actually, oh, I was cool. supposed to, but I was too nervous because I was like, it's Kate Winslet. <laughs> uh, I got her, her name is, or her alter ego is Emma Leslie. Um, and her husband's legitimate last name is, so his first name is Ned and his last name is, and I'm not kidding, all one word, rock and roll. <laughs> so they like, that's like, real? Yeah. That, I'm sure he changed it. Ned rock and roll? Ned rock and roll. Yeah, their kid had a That's broken arm. Awesome. <laughs> that guy fucks, like, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you snag oh. Kate Winslet. Your kid's got a broken yeah. arm from skateboarding, and your last name's Rack. That's pretty dope. Oh, wow. Literally. I mean, if you can snag Kate Winslet, man, that's pretty, it's pretty that's wonderful. Slinging dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <Just> swinging around. <laughs> a real thigh slapper. Maybe knee. <laughs> Got some weight on it. Great. Speaking about (laughs) eye slappers, let's get into straw dogs. Fun, lighthearted movie. Before we get in, is there anything else? Do you have anything else? I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Only. Do you have anything else you want to throw out? No, I've just got that stupid. Well, I don't think it's stupid. We were just discussing 
the Lil Nas X that Montero song. Oh, right. It's been so stuck in my head. Did you see? I was just reading on my news about the shoes that supposedly have human blood in the soul and it has like a pentagram and like the devil signs on it. Do you know who I we're talking about? He did like Old Town Road with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he came out with a new song where he like gives the devil a lap dance, which is like given like the religious world a huge like mind fuck. They're pissed. Oh, Even worse, he's and, gay, yeah. Right, and he's gay. And the video is actually pretty fucking cool. You should go watch it. Uh, but he also just came out with a pair of... So it's a pair of shoes. He like when the music video, I guess, like first premiered which was pretty recently i'm reading it right now but so they released 666 pairs of limited edition shoes they're called satan shoes satan shoes that have red ink and human blood on the midsole actual <laughs> human blood supposedly what? good marketing yeah i mean i've read i've already, i've read an article as well and it said human blood in the sole of the shoe so he's getting sued, supposedly. How did they even acquire this blood? It's probably like donations. Like probably like a drop in it. Like <laughs> only enough for 600. Seems like there's some ethical issues there. I feel like it's probably from all the babies that people just abort. You know, it's <laughs> just. It's probably from their sweatshops. Just the people that died. They just <laughs> Go sell me a Nike shoe. But Lil Nas X, Stuff man, like he looks real fucking cute. I'm in his new, like he's real hot in his new video. Like he's grinding all over the devil. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. It's you should go watch it. It's a really good. It's a really good. What's the song called? Montero. Montero. I'm becoming hit to the cool things that people are doing now. All us thirty-year-olds, you know. Where is it? Oh man. I'm able to leave my mom's house now and go do things because I have a vaccine uh, and yes. I have to work again. So I'm like, what is this music? <laughs> There's different sounds other than trees rustling or cats meowing and yeah <laughs> there's been in michigan for wow. the last six months right something like that mm-hmm. finally back in chicago so you're back back you moved back not back back <laughs> no i'm back and forth i live in my car which a lot of my coworkers have like to point out they're like wow you got a lot of trash and clothes in your car <laughs> like you huh? my home <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh thank you for uh, yeah talking shit about my beautiful house yeah, i don't necessarily keep a tidy house i don't need to hear about it though, <laughs> <Great. right? laughs> do you like to keep it gassed up you know but uh yeah Jesus. yeah keep it gassed up <laughs> gotta get that michigan gas it is 386 by where i work it's 267 in michigan how bad wow. is gas prices in the la right now <laughs> this um, is i think it's close to five dollars right now maybe more holy shit Really? $5? Google it for me. Google it for me. I think it's like almost $5. Holy shit. What the fuck? Yeah. That's super over the top expensive. Yeah, it's like 20 bucks for like three gallons, four gallons. Christ. Dude, are you, especially with working out, are you like, what are you doing to keep your fucking mask, like mask me off your fucking, like, I'm breaking out so bad. Same. And so, like, I always have it on. And I'm just, like, I'm, like, breaking out all over, just, like, around my mouth. And it's really pissing me off because I don't know what to do. So, one, I think I just have good skin. 
<laughs> and I'm not, I mean, well, like, that's the end of the podcast. Tony has better skin than that. <laughs> but I don't have any, I don't have any acne on my face at all. And I'm in a mask all day and I'm talking the Dude, whole time. I had great skin before and now I feel like I'm getting yeah. like, like, all right. All right. All right. So Straw Dogs is a rapey movie. The end. Nine beers deep. Don't make us tell you about the bear trap. Uh, oh, baby. Uh, all right. I couldn't wait for that. As soon as I saw him setting it up, I was like, fuck yeah. Here it comes, I, baby. But I did not expect it to go down like it went down. I didn't expect it to go down like it was. No, not at all. No, no, no. Um, I would like so to, let's, let's, did you enjoy it? Because as I was watching, it's like it is a slow buildup, and I I feel like the last thirty minutes. I did. I yeah. really did enjoy it. I was it. like, I did too. If you mean by enjoy it that I was uncomfortable yes. from the start of the film and remained uncomfortable all the way through the ending and well, felt um, no closure. I felt frustration and a weird sense of depression. You know, uh, you know let's what? Throw out the plot of this if if uh, if you want to, just so people kind of. Sure know walk us the what's happening i can uh try to walk you through the plot again bear with me guys i have like no brain functionality today so what it's dustin Hoffman. Oh. he's a mathematician from the united states they he's like, like leaving the united states because it's violent right like he's trying to yeah. get away from some shit that went down yeah and uh they move into her father's house right in the middle Correct. of the York countryside of england and they are getting a roof repair uh, and fixing up the house. And <clears throat> by some real sheep fuckers, you know, <laughs> it's like small town life. That's what this small whole story really kind of revolves around. How things are in a bubble. Yeah. And um, um, Roman, is your is your phone already dying? Oh, shit. Uh, no, my brother strangely was calling me just now. Oh, uh that out. like his ears were burning yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's i think i read the plot and it's basically like american marries um British english woman moves back to her hometown he's constantly being and when he finally takes a stand do. his house is taken uh is attacked yeah they attack his house home invasion movies are always the most scary for me i don't know about anybody yeah. else but like I, I don't that's why like scream is one of my favorite movies because even though it's like very very different than what we just watched uh it's still terrifying to me because home invasion terrifies me this has literally the two scary things yeah. i can think of rape and home invasion so right yeah. jesus yeah, for real, for real. So, yeah, everyone, if anyone is sensitive to rape, um, yeah, we'll try to give a heads up, but it is definitely a big part of this film. So yeah. we'll give you a warning before we actually touch on that topic, but just know that that's coming. Yeah. <laughs> One of the longest rape scenes I've ever watched in my life. It's just kept going uh, and going and going. And it was a very realistic... It was, it, yeah. Not that any rape yeah. isn't realistic, but... I do have to say, after listening to the interview with her, I feel a lot better about the how filming of it and how it was filmed. It made me feel a little bit better, which yeah. when we get to that, we can talk like, about She was okay during it? Yeah, she laid down some fucking lines. Barriers and wanting to know exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. like a badass. So he, they go to the town. They have roofers come out to fix their roof uh, of One their of garage. Um, Shh. 
One of her first was her ex-boyfriend from when she was a kid. So she is familiar with him. The town drunk is with them. Um, There's a lot of antagonizing or like making a lot of cat calls and Dustin Hoffman's character, which can we just say Dustin Hoffman? Oh my God. He's so So hot. hot. When he was doing those jumping jacks, I almost paused the movie so I could go (laughs) get off because dear. You guys really got off on Dustin Hoffman? Oh my God. Young Dude, Dustin Hoffman. Did you not see him doing jumping jacks in his underwear and that dick flopping around? He was so <laughs> fucking hot. He's outrageously attractive. Don't find him that attractive. Oh. I'm not. Saying I'm not. It mm. just it wasn't hitting me that way. You know, it just wasn't hitting me that oh. way. Well, that's why we're on this side of the, uh, the screen. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. That's fair. Sometimes don't um, disagree on um, I, who he's attractive, but we we agreed we on Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, and it's just kind of, I think what really fucked with me during that whole thing was like, he's like, hey, I'm going to do my exercises right before I get in bed, which I was like, why would you get all sweaty? I think it was on purpose, though. I think it was to try and like, he was kind of like, he was like, look at me, because like, if you noticed, because I did, his (laughs) dick, you could see it more prominent. I don't know if it was like, because he's a method actor, which is something that they did talk I did about in the. So he's trying to get some blood flowing. That I thing? think that he was like actually getting a little hard when he was doing the jumping jacks because yeah, I could see his dick plain as day by the end of those jumping jacks, and then he jumped <clears> in the back. Well, hey, let's be real, Seth. If, if yeah. we were going to be in a scene where we're doing um, jump ropes, uh-huh. like you're not going to try to get a little blood flowing to that thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I think everybody's going to see that. Absolutely. <laughs> Look at it. Let's go. get it on its best, uh, its best side, right? I mean, like walking down the street in sweatpants, I try and get a little halvesy going, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> it's a nice little like, movable, you know, so they're not like, oh, it's right. hard. That's why. Right, so right. right. Them Look at this pervert oh, walking down the street with his fucking heart off, you know? like sticking straight out. No, yeah. I want it like a little bit like off to the side. You want to leave more for the imagination for them to right. really embellish as what this right, right. I want it hard about. enough so that it looks so big that yeah. it looks like I have a huge dick, but yeah, yeah, soft yeah. enough so it's I'm not a pervert, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not a weapon. So interesting. The most, <laughs> most exciting thing that can happen to me is that my nipples get so hard it looks like I could cut glass with them. So I <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Your clit doesn't like point point out of like your pants. Somehow it doesn't <laughs> Maybe I'm lucky I get bacterial vaginosis and everybody can smell it. That's about <laughs> I don't get the joy of having a semi-hard penis. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Right. Well, Sarah's on the right <laughs> podcast for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna run back to our super depressing So this is why I think that was just off-putting to me. Um <laughs> this jumping jack oh or the jump, jump rope. Because it's just this weird idea. This is like it's not something I would do. I'm like, hey, yo. Let me get my dick super sweaty and then try to entice you into sucking it. Let's go. Oh, no, like, I'm, all, I'm all about that. I love a sweaty dick. Oh, God. I mean, wait. Okay. I, 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 sorry. I almost like asked. Okay. So, Sarah, do you not like a, like enjoy like a little bit of like that, like, pinch oh, of like smell? Sorry, Cody. You just saw me like get off a little bit. Or, like, <laughs> I, for a very, very, very long time of my life, Strictly dated bike couriers. I kind of think I hate a sweaty dick smell because it's literally they're no. 
<laughs> no. I mean, I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm going to go down. And then it's, it's like, like sweat is just like ripping sweat. off the end of the, like, the chip of the nose. But like, you know, a little like workout, right. you know, like that little like little musty, you know? I don't mind a little must. I don't mind a little oh, must. Man. Oh, man. Like, I don't want it like two days I haven't showered and I worked out like four yeah. times in the last yeah. two days. Like, smell my like. <laughs> <laughs> Never shower. Oh, it's Jeez. Great people and always outrageously attractive to me, but uh so that turned you so that was like a no-go. Yeah. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, nope. X Nate does any part of that sweaty dick. <laughs> Especially then, because I'm just thinking, like, man, they're not shaving that shit. It's like full bush going oh, no. on. Everybody is full bush in that sure. Got There's some good. fucking stink. And that's when the whole thing I was thinking when they're both like under the cover, like tussling around, I'm like the smell under that cover. Come on. Get some air out there. Well, okay. air out, it's yeah. not like he worked out for like two hours. He did like 20 did. jumping. Whatever, dude's walking around in corduroy pants all <laughs> He's going to do some jump rope. Yeah, right, dude. He's oh, gosh. Whatever. No air down there at all. No air. He had a lot of air. He was only in his underwear. He was only in his underwear. That's a lot of air going around. But what we see before is she's in the room and it's a plus sign. Right, yeah, he's not in there, and she changes it to a minus. Right, yeah. and she did talk about this in the interview. She said that um, they that when she sat down with Peck and Paw, and like they had talked, and she he like had her and Dustin go live in a hotel, like in the same hotel, like so because he wanted them to be close, so that yeah. when the movie started. They had chemistry. They're already, they're already on a rocky position, right? And in their marriage. Oh, like that's where he that's fair. where he Peckinpah wanted the relationship to start is in this weird, they've they've had a wonderful relationship and now it's rocky. And he was like, I want you, I I need to know that you had a good relationship. So I need you to have a good relationship outside. So I think I didn't get that when I first watched it, that I thought that they were happy. I did too. But the point of it was that this was kind of like a make or break, like situation. a make or, like let's save the marriage so they move to England. We're having oh. a baby. That was kind of like, right, 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 right. Like let's have a baby. So like it was kind of like a like this was a big decision for them to the try to save the marriage. Did. Right, right, right. So this was right before like the end of all. If if you notice, because I did, because I was thrown off. Like when they would have like. They flirt or fuck, you know, like when he did the uh-huh. jumping jack thing and then they fucked in the bed. And then the next scene is her being a fucking bitch and him being a fucking asshole to her, you know, like yeah. them sitting there across from each other in the chairs. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Cause he's just like, get out, get out. Right. And I was like, why are they like being mean to each other right after they had a night of like intense passion or whatever? It yeah. Was. That was kind of weird. But I, I think that that was the also, point. he didn't take the blowy I, in the car, right? So also weird. <laughs> No, he jumped out of the car. <laughs> he jumped out. And he was like, jumped out of the car. She used too much teeth. Uh, <laughs> too much teeth. That could be tango. Maybe she's not enough teeth. I think uh, <laughs> why they were acting this way, coming from a woman's brain, <clears throat> maybe what the vibe was going on, because I feel like this movie is also a lot about, obviously, masculinity. And she doesn't feel like he can... And I don't really care about that, but clearly her character does. Wasn't feeling that he was a provider or like any kind of 
yeah, like fighter or like yeah. uh someone yeah. who's like gonna like be the her 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 her, her um defender or like right, her, right, right. and she brings that up later on yeah yeah totally and i mean the entire sense, time right? say what oh it's, it, that, that, what you're saying makes total sense like they're living in her dad's house. Right. They and she's America constantly telling her, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. And I love it. Yeah. You said like the whole like masculinity, because Cody and I did talk about this a little bit before or the other day about immediately you've sensed and you feel that masculine presence from like scene one. Right. Because there's from, so many men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's so dominating and it's so uncomfortable. That weird tension. Yeah. Right. Slow build. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fuse is lit from go. Right. It's like there are clear lines and everybody's intentionally stepping over them, but not saying anything about it. Right. right. So no one's acknowledging all of these uh, social norms that are being violated right. from right. the very start. Right. I mean, and this is, if, if anything, this is a really good commentary, which I think you said before, Sarah, about uh, small town, or maybe it was you, Cody, about small town life. This is like yeah. very specific. If you've ever lived in a small town, which I know Sarah has, you have Cody, I, I, we all have, that that is a very specific thing. Like everybody knows everybody's business. There's no- and Everyone knows their that. place. Right, right, right. Everybody knows the town whore, if you will. Right. And everybody- right. The tough guy or the fucking, you know, like, right. drunk, whatever, like, the right. peacekeeper. So then, yeah. yeah, and then Dustin Hoffman is new to the town and doesn't know anybody, isn't familiar with it. So I think that, I'm curious what exactly I would say the, is it <clears throat> the overall kind of premise of the movie? Is it about what is masculinity? Is it about ownership of the things that, you know, like being in control or is it kind of being an outsider coming inside? Because Maybe it's all of the above. I, I feel like it's all of that, right? Yeah. And also <laughs> the hypocrisy of humans. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is showcased to such an extreme level. Right. Yeah. Um, which even which we'll in, get into. thank you. Hypocrisy of humanity, even to the point where I wrote down in my little like sheet, why the fuck this is so shitty. Why the fuck did Dustin Hoffman throw oranges or gro grapefruits at it made me mad. cat? It, it made, made me, me mad. so mad. I was like, why That's are you throwing grapefruit after grapefruit? And then the cat is hung and he's upset about it. Because the cat is his wife's pet, correct? Right. Uh, but So he's yeah. taking out all this anger. Look, and I'm a man. I can show you I can be a man. So he's throwing all that shit and then he's going to... And he really hits the cat. That pretty much uh, made me write him off. It made me mad yeah. and also made me mad at Dustin Hoffman and everybody on the set that he actually hit Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, as a human, I'm like, yeah. he really right. hit that cat. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it wasn't. And that made me mad. Yeah. It's yeah. Not pretend you can't get a cat, especially in what, 1972? No, he really hit him with really that. good animatronic or cat. Or, or, or what the fuck it was. Do we know in 1971, did he actually, did they actually hang a cat? Was that a dead cat that was in the film? Oh, I don't know. Because, you know, that wasn't a, that, I mean, you know, so many do no, dogs, dogs and cats died in Milo and Otis, like that movie, yeah. they, they sent really? them over. Yeah. They sent like the cat or the dog, whoever it is over the, the falls. falls. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Were real cats and they just, or dogs. And what? They, they just killed multiple animals just sending them over the falls. PETA got involved probably yeah. shortly after. <laughs> so like at this time, did they actually hang the cat, hang a actual cat? That's fucked up. To think That's about. my question. I don't know that. Probably. 
I really would not put it a past. Or was it a puppet cat? It looked kind of real. It looked kind of real. Yeah. It did look real. I didn't even think about um, it. That makes me upset, too. Anyway. That makes me upset. I had to go pick up Pierre and give him some love after he, I saw that cat get hit. I was so mad. Yeah. Aww. And also, it makes sense, like, the tension between the two of them, because he's basically taking this frustration that it's his wife, and he's projecting it onto this cat that's not doing anything. Right. Because it's right. her cat. Right. And then there's like these other things where he's trying to work and she's calling for the cat and he's getting fucking pissed. Yeah. Because the cat. And then he doesn't even really care that the cat dies, honestly. Like he like kind of gets in bed and is like, what? You know? Oh, but, Which is oh, weird. No, but he does care about the cat who's hung. Later on in the film, he, Dustin Hoffman's character, what is his name? What is that character's name? Uh, the amount of times I've seen this He can't even. When he goes to the closet, he can't, he, he goes to it after the cat is hung, right? The, like the next night he goes to the closet to open it and he stops and he turns around and he goes and he like lays down or whatever. Cause he can't even open the closet because of mm. what's in there. So David. it's David. So his name is David. Yeah. So it did have an effect on him because of, the I think because more maybe it was less of the cat more the violation of he knew that people came into his house and hung that cat. That's what Did I it? see. I took it as like it was like a blow to his ego, his masculinity. And Dustin Hoffman's character, so like David, he is very laid back. He's never shot a gun. He has like he has he doesn't no, have a lot of confidence. he doesn't have like what Sarah was saying that, that Amy wanted <clears throat> the character wanted of like defender. Yeah. or all of these things right. in her life, he wasn't those things. And so that was why they were able to take advantage of the situation. Can we talk That's real true. quick about, and this is like jumping forward a little bit, jumping forward a lot. I don't know why one of the other scenes that always sticks with me is when they go to the church and the guy's got the dumb yeah, orange the clown nose. nose. Yeah, oh, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand the clown nose. Sorry, that's a jump ahead. That because, is a jump ahead. But, but I, I mean, think it's because it was like a festive party, you yeah. know? And, and also, I almost want to say that's like a, um, like, you know, seven, like Shakespeare, no? they have like character types, like, right? Oh, and that is he, sort of the role that he plays, like this demented gesture, right? He's also the guy that kills rats for a living. Oh, oh right. that's so, right. James. Yeah, and he's always making like sort of like low-level jokes. He's fucking drunk all the time. He is a fucking clown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really good, good catch. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. What's after that? Move past the cat, and then I think that comes to just about the scene that we've been talking about. Yeah, so because she starts pushing him to te- to to confront them about her cat. And then yeah. he invites him in for the beer, and you think he's going to really call him out. Oh, yeah, he has them hang the bear trap on the wall. Because they, they had it in their car, and honestly, I don't know if y'all did, but I didn't know what it was. Until, oh, I didn't know what it was either. Until they opened until they it up in the open. living room, and I was like, oh, it okay. Almost, it looked like an easel. Like how it was folded up right. and him being like a mathematician. I thought it was like an easel that he was going to use to like work on. Right. And then he talks about how she collects old fucking weapons. Oh, I didn't even hear. I didn't even like recognize that. Yeah. Part. So his wife collects shit like that. That's why they have it. 
that's why they have the old gun and right. all of yeah. that. Cool. Yeah. So they, he invites him in because he needs help setting this bear trap. And this thing is fucking huge. <laughs> like an yeah. elephant hoof could go in this fucking trap. It's so big. They both see, they both throw each other, each other under the bus because she brings out the milk and then he, his whole thing is like, you'll see, I'll get them or what, yeah. what is the thing he uses? It's like, uh, I'm going to catch them off guard. That's what it is. Right. And then he's like, oh, well then let's go hunting. And then she's like, I'll catch you off guard. Really? Right. They're seated against each other. Right. That he almost leans into not being masculine so much. And then she is, if everything, it seems like he does a lot of the times to piss her off or try to like somehow demean her as she's kind of trying to tell him how he needs. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 They just are never on the same page. And not only no. does this, he then like buddies up to them and agrees right. to go hunting with them, which leads to the worst fucking scene in the movie. Oh my God. It's terrible. 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 Right? terrible. So this bowl of milk leads to one of the most tragic things that happens in this fucking film. Yeah. This is the warning everyone. Also, this is the, this oh, is yeah. the heads up. This is the disclaimer. Yeah. We'll put in uh, the what, notes how far to skip ahead from here. Trigger warning. Yeah. A dis- all of the above we're about to get into the intense 20 minute rape scene now uh, leading up to this you already know that they've been in the house and like stealing her underwear and stuff right right a violation of your privacy you know and even worse leading up to this so there was some kind of beef between the husband and wife and because she says that they're like ogling over her and staring at her because she doesn't wear a bra when she's like out and about with her shirts, right? So it's like an act of defiance because David's response to this is like, what do you fucking expect from these animals, right? If your tits are out, they're going to stare at them. She goes upstairs and takes her top off in the window, knowing the window's open and they can see her. This is like her standing up for herself, right? Like I'm not intimidated or ashamed of anything. That scene was very confusing to me. I don't, I didn't understand it. So I, please explain it to me, Sarah, I mean, because I, it, feel I, I felt very <laughs> uncomfortable when she like walked to the window and then she just stood there with her top off, with her breasts out, staring at all the men out there putting up the roof. And I was like, what is she doing? And I didn't have an answer. So like, I would like <clears throat> you to comment on this because I was very confused and I was, I didn't understand. I just didn't understand. This is my own opinion because I am a slightly uh, demented human being myself. Uh, <laughs> Great. Um, I think a lot of it is, again, it's the control aspect throughout the whole movie. Like she wants him to do, you know, be more masculine, all this other stuff. And so when you start telling her well, they're, they're looking at you because you don't have a bra. So it, again, he's not being like, don't stare at my wife like this. So instead her reaction is, all right, well, fuck you. I'm not going to wear a bra and I'm going to take my shirt off and I'm going to go slowly look for my shirt so that you now know that maybe other people have seen this. You don't respect or appreciate maybe what you have. So kind of, again, it, the whole movie, in my opinion, is just a giant fuck you to your partner. So mm. look at other people like it why don't you respect what you have i'm going to you know what i mean yeah 
that's exactly how I read it too. Like yeah. her thinking, it was like a two-part thing how I read me. I was in the dark. No, I was I'm like, like I want to piss I, off now because you don't, right. you don't really know what you have. Here you go. I'm going to go show it off. Not asking to get raped because that is not an okay reason right. to get raped. Right, right, right. Like, this is exactly how it read. Like it was a big fuck you to her, but then or to, to David, her husband. But then also I think how it read to me anyway was like part of it was her being like, I'm not intimidated by you. You want to fucking stare at my tits? Here they are. Yeah. Only she underestimated what, what kind that? of humans she was actually around, right? What? And that well, probably comes it... from the confidence of having grown up around these people, right. but she's been gone and she does not know how much these people have changed. Exactly. So that now they have taken this as a fucking oh, invitation. That, that I kept on like struggling with through the whole film actually it was like, she knows these people. Why is she doing this? What is she, what, like, she knows that they're fucked up, but you're correct in saying that she was gone for so long. She knows them who they were, not who right. they are. Right. And so she is presenting, uh, or like being who she is, thinking who, uh, who they were in the past, not who they are yeah. now. These really be they become these really fucked up individuals, not the people that maybe she could trust when she was in school with them right. or in this small town with them and hanging out, going driving this way and that way, and like like being out in the woods and like not thinking about that because that wasn't a problem. Because as you see throughout the movie, they are so against anyone giving any woman um respect <laughs> well no, no no i'm saying like uh like with the uh, the guy who is a little bit slow like the mentally challenged right. guy like like that guy is like messing a with predator. women like that's like kind of like the small town mentality but also it doesn't matter because we can fucking rape whoever we want right but as long as it's not who i don't want right we protect our own and also, maybe now i think we need to acknowledge maybe considered the an outsider because she because she's brought back. an outsider in and she left and came back. Right, right, so, right. But also, we I think we need to acknowledge the massive amounts of substance abuse that's happening with these people. Oh my God. I mean, all the time you are watching them fucking drink whiskey right from the bottle at work. Then they go to the fucking bar. Like these people yeah. are loaded. All They're the all alcoholic. At the pub, like. Uh, let's pause. I'll just wait till she comes back. I'm gonna go piss too, really quick. Is that what she's doing? Yeah. Yeah, she's gonna go take a piss. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, my legs are fucking sore. Holy shit. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna have to pee too, I guess. All right. Well, what's up? This is a good way to cure a hangover. I'll tell you that. What? Drinking more? I agree. Yeah. Can I squeeze through? What did my dad always say? He says, "Uh, you know, you can't get hungover if you don't stop drinking." So <laughs> let's get out of there. What do you mean get out of there? I want to get get it up in there. We're gonna fight over it. <laughs> Neither of us have seen one of those in a while. It's been too long for both, yeah, for sure. Um okay, so what were we just discussing? So we kind of set oh. the tone. Okay. 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 Yes. Uh, I just like they had a little dick hole. That's interesting. Yeah, I just pointed that out too. Cody, we're on the same page today. Yeah. Um, so we pointed out the topless thing. They've invited oh, me to go hunting. <laughs> now you're doing it. 
<laughs> I spilled <laughs> all my beer. I did that about right before we started the podcast. And then uh, we got coasters for this reason. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. I spilled all my beer. Jesus. Oh, going everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Do you want this? Or do you want me? Yeah, give me. Yeah, no, no. That's good. That's good. That's good. This happens at least once a podcast. Uh, I just once upon a podcast. Oh, crooked I... fingers over here can't hold shit. Okay, I love all that right. You bring that up all the time. I can't help it. That my. Oh my gosh! Look at that. Oh god. <laughs> wow. Did you like it? Just a little bit of dessert. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm pouring so much salt. Six Sarah and Seth are together. Something's gonna happen. <laughs> Oh shit, I didn't even see that it got me. Yes. Oh, Pause, nine beers. Pause, deep. nine beers deep. We made an accident. Who would have thought? We're only sending Literally, beer I always I always spill my beer. That's why I keep a clock next to me. <laughs> That's why I have the clock next That's to me. That's why. Uh okay, yeah. So we got introduced to all those people and things. Um yeah, and so that pretty much brings us to the. Uh, good question. Does the sound change from now? Does it sound any different? No. You sound yeah, my headphone, my phone is not uh-huh. working. Like when I plug the mic in, uh-huh. it's not changing anything. Oh, so, so who is the person who doesn't <laughs> know how to do electronics? No, it's you that can't use the electronics. Oh, is it my, my electronic is actually broken. It's, where it's I'm plugging oh, it in and it doesn't so work. So it has nothing to do with... Uh, no, you still couldn't hear me. You still couldn't hear me, dickhole. I could hear you just fine. No, you dickhole. fucking couldn't. You're like, can't hear you. Can't hear you. You know why? Because you didn't have... Okay. And that's how I know I'm right. You know how I know I'm right, Sarah? He pulls uh, the dick out. He either puts it in his mouth. He does something absurd with it. Because he knows it's going to distract me, throw method me off acting. my game because I'm disturbed. Yeah, I am. No, I'm not method acting. I am no, uh, taking right the here. first thing. Taking it. <laughs> Been watching a lot of RuPaul, so any kind of pun I can think of. Not doing well at it. <laughs> I was going to say, I that's not a pun at all. Out. Zero puns. So Fucking far. hungover and almost drunk again. I don't know. Being old sucks. Man, remember when I was 21 and I could chuck? I'm not kidding. I think I had about 12 to 15 shots of whiskey last night on top of about oh seven beers and wine. I haven't been on that bad of behavior in a long time. That's um, insane. That's well, aggressive. Hey, you're you're, you're I, here drinking beer. It was a, a day that if I turned too fast, it was like, you're going to puke because. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, so where are we at? We're at the rape scene. Perfect. Yeah, hang on. This mm-hmm. movie gave me a lot of kind of clockwork orange vibes in a weird. Oh, definitely, definitely. Off, it was like, oh, you guys both really love that. If you've never seen Strata, right. you got to watch it. Right. Yeah. But which I said it before. I don't know if you agree with me, Sarah, but the. Raping the raping in Clockwork Orange has very little, um, like 
merit. I don't know if that's the right word to use or like, no, very I know little, what you're like, saying. it doesn't seem um, as realistic. Uh, it's like hyper. No, but like not, there's no justification or there's little right. justification, yeah. but like with this one and not even justification, but like, like with clockwork orange, you're stuck with the rapist the whole time. Right. But with yeah. this, we're, since we're about to move into the rape scene, you, you actually fall, follow the victim follow the, right. the victim and the trauma that she goes through afterwards which is so intense okay so are you ready cody or are you are you set yeah i'm ready can you guys hear me okay, okay? Yeah, yeah yeah we can hear you i just didn't know if okay. you were like uh, in a good place so let's move into the rape scene right i don't know so who to- david david what- goes hunting with these gentlemen and basically they teach him how to shoot the gun what they say they're going to be off where they can't he can't see them because they're going to be scaring up the ducks because they're duck hunting and they said it could you could end up being here for a while they drive him way the fuck out in the middle of nowhere right um and then they leave his ass and he doesn't yeah. know this so the next thing that we cut to is the old boyfriend knocking on the door of the house and the wife is home alone Sarah, I can, I'll let you take it from here. I, I get disturbed a little bit. Um, yeah, so she's home alone. She's wearing a really cute outfit, really great glasses. I was very envious of that. Very um, much Brady. Yeah, yeah, very much I realized that. I think uh, she was my standard of beauty growing up as a kid. Like, how do you get pretty than Marsha Brady? Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he walks up and she offers him a drink. She pours it for him. There's kind of, you can sense maybe a little bit of like sexual tension or just like some kind of whatever right. like there yeah. is what's right. dated in the past right and then uh what does he say to her and then it gives her like a visceral reaction and she was like you can have your drink and then you can go essentially yeah. and uh yeah he doesn't take that uh, well but he doesn't leave and i think again a lot of women will know what i'm talking about when you tell somebody a few times like Thank God, knock on wood, I have never had this happen to me. And I have a lot of resources for people if it has happened to you. So feel free to uh, go to the bevictoriousproject.com or email us. Lots of hotlines, lots of help. Yeah, so she's kind of telling him, please leave, please leave, please leave, please don't. And then he starts getting handsy with her. She slaps him and then he gets angry. Doesn't he start ripping her shirt right after that? No, he gets mad and then he slaps her. She slaps him again and he slaps her back. And right. then he throws her like bent over the couch. And that's when you know it's about to be really bad. And probably one of the most fucked up lines, if I'm remembering it correctly, is that she's like, no, please don't. Like, please don't. And is like genuinely <laughs> pleading with him. And he pushes her, ends up pushing her, like laying down on the couch and starts to getting on, on top of her. And that's mm-hmm. when she's saying, please don't. And then she acts like she's going to fight. And he says, I don't want to rape you, but I will. Yeah. Even oh though. I didn't even remember that line. I didn't even hear rape. that line. It's bad. Uh, I don't even know what that means. I guess in his head, he's thinking if she just willingly lays there, it's not rape at this point. Again, even another- though he's like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you keep going. Uh, oh. I was just because it just plays more into like the whole, I feel the overarching theme a lot of this movie is masculinity. 
So I don't want to rape you, but I will. So just shut up and let me do what I want to do. Otherwise, I will take what I want. Susan George, the actress who played Amy, uh, did say that that was in the script for her to be more. uh, To me now. (laughs) We can take it down. Um, to, I don't know if that's any better. Uh, I don't know if you can see this, but now I, I flipped it Jesus. down. Yeah, right that was so, offering itself to you. Well, as we are talking about this horrible scene, right. this dick is just staring us in the, in the eyes. The eyes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's awful. Um, that she was uh, saying that it was in the script that she not only is having like she's being raped but also there is what did she say enjoyment but that's yeah. not the word she used i don't remember what no, it was she got a lot of um clap back because her character it is that she does know the person not that again i want everybody to know i'm not saying it is okay for anybody right, 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 right. Right. Right, right sex does feel good Slash, she's mad at her husband. Slash, that's her ex boyfriend. But the whole time she's crying and doesn't want it. Right. And which also we watched that times, scene again. We did watch the scene today, and I didn't notice that tears were just falling from her face the first time that I watched it. It's where she's like, yeah. where she is grabbing him, him by the neck, like almost like not welcoming, but like, like yeah not enjoying but like accepting it but then also like like crying like tears falling from her face so it's this really intense moment where it's like i will also say and she is the actress even said she was like that's how it was written and so i had to find a way to play it so that it's so disturbing right and then she starts kissing him right like you're so let me say this because My Victoria's Project thing that I just Which said. You can talk a little bit about that if you want to. Yeah, we can discuss that. So for the Victoria's Project, the domestic violence advocacy program that my friend Allie and I operate, we do self-defense classes and we get a bunch of people who do self-defense who come in and like volunteer their time to teach a class. And one big thing that we talk about is how to possibly get away from your attacker. And some of the best moves is to pretend to be into it so that you can get them close enough so that maybe you could, there's this really cool move called the guillotine, which you can actually kill somebody with it. So I don't recommend using it unless it is an absolute- Like the chokehold? Where, yeah, you end up like pretending like you're into it and you can like wrap your legs around their back and the way you position your arms, you thrust up with your hips and uh, the way your arm is like positioned, it will cut off. Cut off the carotid. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times, again, being a woman, you gotta learn all this dumb shit, but if you pretend to be into it, maybe it won't be as violent. Maybe you can figure out a way to get out of there. Um, with her situation in the movie, I couldn't, I mean, again, she's crying and I love that they're cutting the, the scene with like images of him duck hunting while yeah, he's like, I'm getting right. raped after I told you I don't trust Also cutting guys. it with images of sex scenes that we've seen already before in the movie right. between so her and her husband. So she's trying to think of things that have made her happy before and or just like, okay, pretend to be into right. it so that maybe I'm asking you to stop, I'm asking you to leave. So 
yeah, that was ugh. it was and bad. That. And to to make it worse, then uh, one of the other gentlemen shows up. So the guy mm-hmm. currently raping her looks up and sees a, a guy pointing a gun at him. And so for a second, I personally was thinking, this guy doesn't There's- like it. He's going to stop this from happening, right? He rolls her over onto her stomach and is like yeah. holding her head down so she can only look one right. direction. And he's, um, he's like not raping her at the moment. He's like knelt down beside her. Yeah. And then he just whips his fucking dick out. And right as he's climbing on top of her, she turns around and realizes she's about to be raped by a second person and starts screaming. And the first guy holds her down. You immediately thought that this person was coming to like save her. No, and he's I like kind of a quiet guy, you know, like he, he was there to join in. I figured Man. the same. I, as soon as I saw him standing over him and I saw the fear in the other guy. So like her, like ex-boyfriend or whoever, I saw that him, he was scared. And I think he was scared oh, yeah. for himself and for her because even though like he was like, I don't want to rape you, but I will like that whole thing that assholes and I, this is going to sound maybe i don't know you tell me maybe i should cut it but like that there was some sort of caring for her if yeah. that makes sense so because of it yeah. like they, i don't mean to say like he's a good guy no you're no uh, right. but they had he looked up and he saw her and i i just remember the fear in the actor's eyes and i was like oh my gosh he's scared for not only his life because he's pointing the gun at him, but he's scared because he might actually kind of still have feeling. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. He still has feelings for her, whether they're reciprocated or not, which they're, they're definitely not. not. Um, but he still has feelings for her. So that means he still cares for her. But I think that that fear was still there for her. Oh, absolutely. Because shit oh, was about to go down. Does that make fear. sense? Oh, I do. Yeah, totally. Like when he I might that, like in his own fucked up way, he had feelings for her, even though he just raped her. Well, that's a lot. But like, then he just like saw his friend, who he knows is real fucked up in the head, and he, he's about to rape her too. And there is nothing he can do about it because he has a gun to both of them. It also reminds so, me a lot of like serial killer shit, or like um, people who get like kidnapped or anything like that. The I Survive shows and all that where you have to pretend again back to like what i was saying pretend to enjoy it maybe they'll get off of you and you can get out right it's like what happens a lot so if you know you're dealing with somebody who is like mentally unstable and is going to hurt you maybe pretend to like them and it won't be as bad so i think that was all i'm not again at all saying what that guy did was okay by any means but him right. seeing him come on, maybe if this happens, he won't shoot and kill us both. And right. like, so she's still getting so all the self-survival. So like right. raper and, and I'll survive. And maybe she'll survive too. That's and she's just gotta up. deal with emotional trauma. Oh my god, that's fucked up. Yeah, that makes sense also because later in the film, you see the guy actually try to kill him. <laughs> like oh, and it just happens that. Uh, the the boyfriend raper ends up having a gun and the dude sort of just smiles and it's like just do it because he was going to kill him right and then the, wow. the first raper blows that guy away at the end of the movie which is like a weird twist because they were fighting together 
But you just see how dangerous that other person is, the second person right. by the end of the film. You realize he doesn't give a fuck about anyone. He is maybe like just as scared of this guy as everyone else right. should have been. Totally. Like, cause right. this guy really fucked up. This other dude is just like, I keep saying just, but like he's a rapist. So like yeah. there's nothing like he's a pretty horrible human. He also agrees to go in um, and attack the house later. Right, so right, right, right. You clearly yeah. have I think honestly that pub, that pub and all of the liquor stores in that town need to be shut down because clearly yeah. ain't nobody there. Right. And everybody knew this group of people and that they were just as fucked up. Um, right. All right. I think we made it through the rape scene. Yeah. Right? Yikes. Just crying. know it was like 10 minutes long, everybody. 10 minutes long of her crying and being raped it's- and then screaming oh. and being raped and but to to make it to like talk about like the actress who is playing the role she did walk off to quit the quit she quit the movie oh really because, because she sat down with sam peckinpah the day that they were supposed to film the rape scene and she what were the words that she used she said i need you to describe in detail what you want from me and he, and he, couldn't. he was uncomfortable talking about it. Right. He couldn't tell oh. her. The director couldn't tell the actress what he wanted specifically. And she said, all right, well, then I'm done. And she walked off the set. Props to you. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. Because he couldn't. And she was like, if you can't tell me what you want, then as an actress, I can't give that to you. And in every. Which is so important to like acknowledge, which yeah. again, like I do want to bring up like, how important it is to have these intimacy directors, which is completely separate from a regular director who's directing the movie or show or whatever it is that you're doing. Intimacy directors are so important because then that takes the pressure off the actors. It takes the pressure off the director. It takes the pressure off of everyone involved so that this person is the one who is, is kind of guiding this, uh, in intimate sexual whatever it is experience for the actors and the directors so nobody has to have that conversation right. and so that everyone's feeling comfortable and nothing's right. going a little too so far. that it can go well which is exactly what susan george was saying right when she was like tell me what you want and as an actress i can give it to you and that's why intimacy directors are so important right because they get to be that medium that mediator between everyone so nobody has any questions and if they do they go straight to the intimacy director and they deal with it i'm curious so like right. sam Peck, did he not want to talk about it because rape is a very terrible thing to talk about and he's never well, experienced like i don't susan, know you're just getting raped susan george says said he couldn't explain to me in detail what he wanted right and, and whether a, that was because he was uncomfortable, I don't know if she said those words or not. I don't remember I don't the interview. remember what she or, said, but I'm curious, like, if it's, like, uncomfortable for a man to try to explain to a woman, you know, just act like you're getting raped. Right. Like, and I think that not, one of the... But then you love it. You love that shit. Like, uh, but you like it, but, like, you don't, you're going to cry. But it's one like, of the coolest lines that, Susan, that the actress said was, if you, if I can't... If I can't give you what you want just with my eyes, yes. then why am I here? Hearing her talk about how she wasn't actually raped. how she wasn't, yeah, how she wasn't uncomfortable, how she knew what was going on, how she 
knew what she was doing and she was choosing the things that were happening. Right. That made me a little bit more at peace with what I was watching. I, yeah. Because uh, it was really disturbing to watch in a it's, film setting yeah. like, as the film. And what I will say, moving forward from the rape scene, uh, when Dustin Hoffman comes back, so right after that happens, she's sitting in her bed and she, I don't remember the line she tells him something like, did you have fun or did you fire them? Or something to that effect. And he gets mad and tells her to grow up and quit being a big baby, essentially, after she had just been raped. And I think it is very important for like a lot of uh, just like rape victims, because you do feel with the people I've worked with and talked to, it is hard to come out and say that you've been raped. So like she can't even tell her husband that she was raped. And then he comes in immediately after that, not knowing what just happened to her and called her a baby and to pretty much grow up. And she doesn't even feel comfortable telling him anything and uh, already doesn't think he can even protect her. And uh, that's the way Which it comes again, in. Is continuing on to the theme of the movie. Right. Yeah. Of this weird fucked up relationship of not a defender and feeling out of place and feeling so vulnerable this is also now making me think of have you seen uh virginia wolf uh who's afraid of virginia yes talk about an awkward marriage i love that movie anyway it's a great play too i have it if you want to read it i probably won't because i don't like reading (laughs) 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 uh okay so we move out of the rape scene and into them immediately having to go to this church function that they promised the pastor, which let's talk about that scene. That was a great scene. I loved when the pastor and his wife came over and Dustin Hoffman was like, called him out right in the middle of their living room. And he, like, that he basically was, said, you're just here for money. Yeah. <laughs> We're not right? really going to catch up. It's you just want the money. Yeah. Like, oh, this is great. Um, so they're going to this church function, which all, both, of, both of her rapists will be there. And, and as well as all the crazy, of, all the crazy people, and also it's a lot of noise. It's a lot of crazy, and again, uh, like action, like her faces that she's making the yeah. stone cold, and just like I have had friends who have been sexually assaulted, raped, and like, and just seeing their faces with PTSD. She isn't as an actress. Again, I'm not an actor. I don't know anything, but she is completely depicting what people who experience PTSD have like just she made me very and to kind of riff off of that I feel like the direction and like cinematography did a really great job at like creating this anxiety within you watching it which mirrors the anxiety she must feel sitting in that room with those people you know it was so hard to watch yeah the next 15 20 minutes you see flashes of the rape scene over and yep. over and over again oh, and it was so and she um, doesn't feel comfortable I, telling anybody what happened to her so she's sitting with that and, and nobody knows right 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 and like when you like i have not ever been sexually assaulted so i cannot uh like relate to that but i understand these ideas of like having these flashes where like you're in moments or you're stuck in a situation 
where that it obviously is not going to be like parallel or anything right, like but, but like where your anxiety heightens you your breathing heightens like you're mm-hmm. like you you lose your breath like your and that's just like a little bit that's just like what i know right. of situations where you're you're thrust into where it throws you back to something in the past which is i guess that's very much PTSD kind of like yeah. mindset um where and then she's immediately thrown into back this right room into with, with everyone all of who these just did horrible that. humans, um, it was really upsetting to watch. Uh, it yeah, was I wanted really... it over. <laughs> right, I just wanted, I wanted it, to it over immediately. And anyway. so after that, then we get to what the what's his name? What is the, the, the mentally challenged dude? Yeah, yeah. Oh God! Yeah. And there's the girl who's again another name I can't remember. Janice. Janice. Thank you. Janice. Um, Whose teeth, by the way, are so Poor fucked Janice. up. I can't even Not like. Not a straight tooth in the whole cast. Not a straight tooth in the whole cast. The mouth looked like the mouth of like that fish that lives under the sea that has the life <laughs> the over fish it. Has, uh, the like, so the angler fish. Right. Her her teeth are so pointy in the front that I don't understand how they're how she was able to speak. I really feel like that the British stereotype of having bad teeth was very represented in this film. <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody needs to go see a dentist <laughs> uh janice is what known to be like the town flucy and she tries to take uh who's she hitting on first and then got denied she, was it Dustin? well she likes david she yeah likes david and he turns her down and so she uh, i just found it so which again is it goes back to uh when when the guys which were coming up on with uh they're so upset that this mentally challenged boy talks to Janice which I and forget if, had he been known to, yeah there's something that I, I think he's known for being a kitty diddler yes that was oh it. is that what it is like yeah. he's got he's, yeah he's gotten in trouble for it before that's why they keep telling his brother like you better watch your son your brother uh he's a pederast as you would say in my favorite movie of all yeah. time um, yeah, he he's gotten in trouble for fucking with little kids. So, oh, I did not pick up on yeah. that. I didn't. I didn't yeah. know that. It's like okay. one of the first things mentioned when you see him the first time they're in the pub, uh, like when all the men working at the house go over. You're right. The guy sitting there, he's like, "Hey, you better fucking watch your brother, or basically we're going to kill him." I because remember he's been that. seen around little kids again. I didn't know that it was a the topic was about children. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was about that he's a kitty diddler. Oh. Yes. So he's Well, the, that's even more fucked up. The whole movie, the whole so character is Janice uh, underage as well? I think she's like Yeah, I think she's supposed to be like starting puberty age, like, you yeah. know, like just kind of maybe 15, yeah. maybe 15. Be my guess. Yeah. yeah. So she's just who's like, "Oh, cool. I'm going through uh um right. I almost said menopause. <laughs> <laughs> puberty. Um, and so she's going through changes. <laughs> changes. Um, yeah, and so she's just kind of like, I'm fucking horny. I don't want to get mine. Yeah. And uh, they go into that barn. And then he chokes her until she dies. I, but, I, again, but it's on accident. No, but it's on no, accident. We need to say that. They're not in a barn, right? They're underneath. No, the they're church. in the church. They're in the basement of the church. 
and he kills her. Yep. That yeah. happens. Like, because he takes her up and he's trying to like hush her, being like, hey, they might hear you and then they'll hurt you. Right. Because and he doesn't he realize because he's a grown man, but he's slow in the head. Right. 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 And so he doesn't realize he thinks he's protecting her, but what he doesn't know is that he's choking her to death until it's too late. Right. Which right. also and means then, poor Janice never got any. Poor Janice never got any. She's just trying to get some. And then poor girl gets choked to death. We don't know that. Poor Janice got some from her brother. I don't think she has. I don't think. Okay. Well, I think she got maybe. A little. She got a little bit of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it in the family, you know? Right. Keep those teeth looking bad. Uh, uh, so, okay. Yeah. But, so. <laughs> So that happens, and then like, what they read? Oh, everybody! Then everybody freaks out. Well, then because, Amy's like, uh, "I want to calm," and so her and Dustin Hoffman, right? They, they peace out because she's she freaking out at the church. Yeah, and he escorts her out before anything is even found out about Janice. Right. So they go, oh, home. and the fog is coming down on the moor. So right. they're like, hard to see. The fog is coming. The fog is coming. As they're driving back, that was brought up so many times. Uh, and yeah, he accidentally hit him as he's running away at, well, what's his name again? Norman. After he accidentally kills Janice. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah, he hits him with the car. He's at their house. And, he hits the mentally challenged guy with the car. And that's why they have to call the pub to find the doctor because everyone lives at the fucking pub in this movie. Right. Which. Which just goes to show that, like, even the bartender who knows that these people are fucked in the head and they knows what's going on. They told two bottles of whiskey at one they point. Told, they just grab it. They yeah. grab it at that scene, yeah. But he tells them. Yeah. So, so, again, protect your own. Which so is, but also well, shows that this guy has done something bad before, right? So yeah. everyone, nobody trusts little or actually huge Norman. Because they know that he's been bad previously. Which is why I think, mm. I'm going to not jump ahead, but stay on the same thing. Why I think Amy, when they all start to storm their house, she's like, get him the fuck out of here. Oh, I right. Know right. She knows too. She's like, she does too. I'm yeah. from this town. I know what he's probably done in the past. And I know how these people will react. Just get him the fuck out. Which, and right. again, here we are at a relationship. Like, Justin Hoffman like, is like trying to be crossroads, the, trying to be the big macho man, but he can't because he's not really. But macho here we are again. So, so she, so he's finally what trying to be the thing that she has demanded from him yes. this whole time, and now she doesn't want it. Right. <laughs> get him out. Get him out. Get him out. And he's like, no, I hit him. I'm gonna take care of him. I'm in charge of you. This I'm gonna I don't care along about these. This right. <laughs> I don't care about these guys that are coming to, to this house. And then all of a sudden, he takes this role on. So like they show up. He turns on the music really loud at one point, and like then they then she's like she goes over and turns it off, and she's like, "Why are you acting like this?" And it's like, but he's finally his glasses start breaking too, which is right. like really like. Which you I, mentioned that that's a big like moment for the director to like show that he is cracking as a human being. In my right. Opinion. Anyway, I like that. I I agree with that. Yeah. 
And then it makes sense why he's so prepared. Like at this, like he's all these men are sitting out there smashing out his windows, and he's like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not that." Oh, that was a great. Oh my gosh, when he was boiling that on the stove, I was like, "Yeah, go for it." And when he he wasn't boiling oil, was he? It was whiskey. Yeah, it was oil. I thought it was cooking oil that he was boiling, because that would maximize the uh, damage that he did when he threw it on people. No, I don't think it was oil. Because he threw it at them through the fire, and that would have caught fire, right? Roger Ebert does not it did, like it. It did catch fire, didn't it? It did not. It no. did not. If anything, it put out the fire. Roger so whatever Ebert it was, was it, was, about it was either water or it was, whiskey, it was whiskey that he poured in that thing. Because I first thought, I was like, oh my gosh, it's oil. And then when he threw it on those two guys that were trying to come in, it actually put the fire out around the window. And I was like, well, oil would have caught fire immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But so wouldn't whiskey have done something too? I mean, it, if it was, no, because if you boil whiskey, <laughs> it's going to boil, boil the alcohol out. So I guess it I doesn't think, matter. This is, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. that really is like a really small point. <laughs> got real intense about what it was. And it's about what the fuck were they boiling? Real quick fun fact Clockwork Orange and Stroud Dogs came out the same year. So nobody ripped anything off of each other, but 1971 was a fucked up year for uh, disturbing. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, the magistrate comes in and then. Uh, and they blow him away. Yeah, he dies immediately. Yeah. That guy had I think that was an accident. It was an accident. That they shot him because he wasn't, he didn't mean to. He came out there at them though. He did. Like, he, he told no, him to go away. He came out there, but then I think that the, him shooting him, that wasn't supposed to happen. Like mm-hmm. he did not mean because it was the drunk dad, the drunk, which is what they kept saying the whole time. Like they're drunk, you can't trust them. They're getting right. angry. Just give him the guy. And Dustin Hoffman keeps going. Nope, they will kill him. He does not deserve to die yet. We have not. He right. Anyway. So then what happens after that? Oh, then they so, just start going ham on the house. Then Brick, it's just craziness. Brass. Yeah. It's that's the right. that's that's the beginning of the end. Yeah. Is oh, absolutely. Everyone's right. windows. Um Dustin Hoffman is throwing oil or or whiskey or water. Or boiling something. Whatever it is at them. At one point he ties somebody's hands with, yes, a, wire with a wire around the, the yeah the broken glass and he's like I fucking hope you cut your neck or whatever yeah. it is well, which is adults like it's this like five on too. one and he's like yeah. I must protect this house and so he's which I like it so much about protecting the house again they're, back to protect your own but like he's I feel the entire uh-oh. time then Cody froze uh oh uh oh Keep going. I can hear you. Just keep going. I feel like he is only semi-concerned about Amy's safety the entire time. Kind of like, just go upstairs. <laughs> I gotta protect my house! Well, and it's like this weird mix that he he doesn't understand what's happening to her, and she's just kind of fucking sitting there. Right? So, mm-hmm. and she is opposing everything he's doing, and he doesn't understand why. And so he's like, if you're not going to help me, just go the fuck away. And then she's right. even like, no. <laughs> it's like a weird thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's I will keep sabotaging you. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep doing yeah. that. Um yeah. Um, and then 
we get to the bear trap, which I thought was going to play out a lot different than it did because Dustin Hoffman picks up that bear trap that was set early in the film and slaps it on the guy's head and it clamps around his neck. And then you watch him slowly die. Fucked me up. This moment fucked me up. So you did make a good point, Cody, when we were talking to him. It probably would have like clamped his head off. Yeah, absolutely. It would have snapped his neck or decapitated him for sure. If you one hundred percent when he if you watched it, and I watched it a couple of times because I was like, this is fucked me up in the head. It clamps and then he tries to get it off, but then if you notice it clamps sideways. So like, it's almost like, like when you like, uh, like if it's something I'm trying to think of like what to do, like, you know, those like binders that you had to pull open. Yes! Mm-hmm. Like, okay, and then you like close it and it doesn't technically really close. And then you kind of like do it sideways and, then and it kind of like, clips, like, in, like clips in a wrong way. Right. Mm-hmm. That's oh, no. what I saw in the way that it moved when it clipped him and then like he moved and he fell and then it clipped him sideways and it looked so painful that it like hurt me to watch and i was like i can't watch it anymore i can't watch it like it probably would all honestly like just cut his head off mm-hmm. but i think my or my theory on this is that they for dramatic purposes drug out his death because they did not want him to die quick Right, they actually wanted him to suffer because he was one of the rapists. That's what I think. So they kind of bent the rules on how reality would work, so that we could actually watch him suffer a little bit. And then, like two minutes goes by, and then it flashes back to him, and he's still like fucking like dying in the corner with this thing like fucking like clenched on his neck and I was like I can't do it I can't do it it was I was standing up in my apartment <laughs> screaming at my tv and poor Gandalf and Blake they didn't like run and hide because I was screaming because I was like stop it I don't want to watch it anymore I don't I was screaming so loud at my tv because it was just so disturbing to watch this thing shift on his head and then like him just like, slowly being like suffocate like so slowly suffocating yeah. or like choked out to death and then finally i think to the little icing on the cake about the whole masculinity talk uh dustin hoffman looks around and you see all these dead bodies and he kind of like feels proud and he's like i beat them all by myself and the guy yeah. that you forgot about because he hadn't really been in the action too much comes out of nowhere and starts beating the fuck out of Dustin Hoffman. And um, he's trying to run upstairs to get away from the guy. And the guy uh, ends up holding him down and is stomping on his back on the stairs. Right, right, right. And that's when his wife comes to the end of the stairs and has the gun. That's all I hear. (laughs) I just hear it. Still happening. Still happening. (laughs) That sucks. <laughs> all right all right uh hey nine beers deep family as you could hear there was some sound issues at the end of this recording um all you missed is pretty much at the end of the movie uh the wife comes down the stairs and shoots the guy and that's pretty much the end uh, but most importantly, we missed Sarah's toast. So we had Sarah back oh. real quick to record uh, another little cheers for us. Uh, oh, 
Um, so cheers to good beers, good friends, and good weather. Yay. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to clink. Oh, yes. There we go. Oh. I got you, girl. <laughs>